I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. That man, if if he told you to go to therapy, you should take it with you because (laughs) (laughs) it's looking like a couple's therapy type situation. Actually, I am standing in the best time. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. and if I don't move soon, Mm -hmm. this window of opportunity might actually pass me by. I used to think networking was just so dusty. Like, I hated it. I thought it was so fake. I was like, oh, fake. How do you explore a world that doesn't treat you well? Hello, and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney, and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My sisters podcast now we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and today we are going to be talking about our greatest lessons from 2022 firstly merry christmas happy oh, christmas my day gosh, guys merry christmas <laughs> <laughs> we hope that you have enjoyed this restful day however it is that you are spending it whether you're going all out christmas dinner family everything or whether this is just a holiday season for you where you get to rest and watch some nice films and just enjoy your day we hope that you're just having a splendid time second thing as you can hear the girls are down bad uh we are not well (laughs) (laughs) it is currently christmas eve and we are not well but we said no matter what we would get an episode out to you we know that not everyone has um a great christmas not everyone has uh you know people around them for some people this isn't even really a holiday but not everyone has great people around them and we thought you know what let's pop in for a couple minutes and pay uh, spend some time with you guys you know keep you company for a little bit no matter how bad this day is going Mm -hmm. let's bring you some christmas joy uh as you can see renee said she was gonna take that the full way here's the thing i've been trying to convince courtney to wear the antlers antlers with me wait should i actually put it on this is so cute i feel like because you're also wearing red i said i would wear red I said I let's would. also appreciate the fact that Miss Courtney is looking absolutely vibrant and wonderful. Thank it's you giving uh, a hot Mrs. Claus. I mean, giving Santa cocoa Claus butter kisses. Real lucky. <laughs> we real lucky. <laughs> Love a black woman to infinity. <laughs> Not Santa Claus wanted his chocolate mocha princess. <laughs> Down in Antarctica, the he North said, Pole, whatever. Can you imagine? He said that he's what do you call it on the, the Nubian Queen <laughs> on the sleigh. That's me. He's out here giving presents, but Miss Courtney is his present. Oh, come her. on, somebody, Mrs. Courtney Claus. Anyways, <laughs> yes, Christmas cheer. Um, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, we yeah. thought we'd come on your airways. You can put us in the background. We know yeah. that there's a couple sisters who are listening into this, preparing Christmas meals for the whole family. family. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to do up a house girl in the kitchen. <laughs> for those of you that are just, you know, relaxing, being chilled, we wanted to bring you guys a sense of merriment, yeah. especially as, you know, it's a Sunday and literally in seven days time, we're going to be entering into 2023. A whole new year. Crazy. Yeah. So we wanted to come in and share just some of the tips that well not the tips the lessons that we have gained from this year the things that we are also grateful for share that spirit of gratitude with you all um and just have a good old girl chat nothing too serious nothing too right. too heavy just something nice and simple come sit for on christmas our sofa. day literally so without further ado let's get into a ding 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 dilemma maybe christmas but problems don't stop you know what I mean? so <laughs> <laughs> Hey, pretty ladies. First off, I love your podcast and I have been a new listener for almost two months now and I love the vibes. I am 22 years old from California. I have a boyfriend who treats me very well and appreciates me. It's just one thing. He has a lot of female friends. Yes, I know I suck for disliking that, but I don't let it bug me anymore because Mm. they seem genuine and I want our relationship to have trust. I told him a few weeks ago that it would make me uncomfortable if he continued to make more more female friends Mm. now since we are dating and he said that 
that's okay. Mm. Then yesterday he told me how he gave his female co-worker that is leaving his job. Also, he's barely started working there. Mm -hmm. His Instagram. I told him it made me uncomfortable and he completely ignored me and just said that I should go to therapy to help with my insecurities. He also said that he doesn't want (laughs) to be with someone that keeps him from being social, but I just didn't understand why he needed to do that as he as they barely knew each other mm. um but he said it was quote unquote networking we made up by me apologizing and saying i'm okay with it am i dumb or, or am i just overthinking things also he is 29 years oh, old no. and i cannot tell if he thinks i'm dumb because oh. i'm younger than him oh lord the so brother is, she's 22 the brother is pushing 30 he's a grown he's a grown man. man okay look so first of all thanks sis not the hey pretty ladies i felt like such a girl stuff. we try um and mary crimbo um first of all i'm so happy that you're in a relationship with somebody that you really like and seems to be yeah. treating you well i think this is an age-old conversation that many of us have you know talked about um conversed about especially mm-hmm. within like female communities as in how many female friends is enough female friends Mm. and what is i I feel like there's this constant battle between like i don't want to seem insecure but then at the same time i think there's something to be said around like boundaries you know boundaries there's absolutely boundaries personally this is like speaking from my perspective i don't think you're insecure if you would like to express boundaries especially if you're in a relationship with someone and they have friends of the opposite sex or they have friends that are you know but maybe attractive or anything like that i don't necessarily think it's an insecurity i think when you get into a committed relationship those relationships will have to change they don't disappear and they don't completely um they're not destroyed by the fact that you know you're in a relationship it just means the boundaries change and that's not a bad thing i don't think it's indicative of an insecurity i think it's more around boundaries and respect it's a respect thing right like when you become a priority especially a romantic priority for somebody um it's important for you to feel comfortable it's important for you to feel respected and I think what's really good is that you've at least you know tried to meet some of his female friends get to know them get to understand them but at the end of the day these are not your friends these are his friends Mm. and you're in the relationship with him I think it's good that you were bold enough to share with him and say look I don't feel comfortable with you you know out here with more girls especially if you have a lot of female friends already I'd also be interested to know how many male friends he has as well because I think it's also important that in terms of accountability and actually having a more broader um community not to say that you should be like watching his ratio like a hawk but i think it's important to have the presence of both in his life Mm. and having the strong presence of um you know males in his life i often think of like for example the babes that say oh i have a lot of male friends because Mm. girls are etc Mm, mm, it would be good to like hear more or know more around like how does he actually perceive these relationships that he has with female friends um as well as have they always only been female friends like not that i'm saying that you should completely pry into his entire dating history but it's good to always be clear on like what has was the nature of the engagement with some of these female friends especially if they're close um so yeah i don't think it's an insecurity for you to express that you know you have this particular boundaries and because you're actually serious about this person you want to make sure that you are a priority and treated as a priority in the way that you would like that um to be expressed I think the whole go to therapy comment, that was the most ridiculous thing ever. I was just like, damn. It's one thing to say that this may be indicative of an insecurity. It's another thing to tell somebody to go to therapy because of your insecurities. Precisely. That's a whole lot of gaslighting there. And I think that the fact that you're the one that even ended up apologizing, sis, I ain't gonna lie to you. You need to. that man if if he told you to go to therapy you should take it with you because (laughs) it's looking like a couple's therapy type situation and i think we should never make light of the fact that when our partners express something to us that may um not even necessarily be a cause for concern but express something that's actually um of importance to them if the response is this is something that you should get professional help for rather than trying to deal with the issue at least between you i think there's a real like cognitive dissonance between i have female friends but am i really prioritizing the girl that i you know quote unquote love and the girl that i like um i think there's also something to be said around like age this man is pushing 30 i think that in terms of maturity levels as well he's not showing it i'm not really quite i'm not convinced because i think at that particularly at that age and that stage in your life in terms of like making more female friends I'm not really sure what you're trying. You're pushing 30, brother. Mm. Respectfully speaking, I think there's something to be said around 
Um, not necessarily, I don't want to say that he thinks that you're naive because I actually don't know the mm. fella or anything about him. Mm. But I think that at that level and stage, I think that there can be not necessarily less grace, but I expect more from you as a result of that maturity level. Um, and I think even in terms of networking, I'm not really confident. Instagram for networking, there's really LinkedIn. For real. There's really email, for you know. Real. And if this is somebody that is your colleague, I'm not really sure how much networking is further required insofar as I see you every single day of like my working oh, hours and stuff. Oh, she was yeah, leaving she the was job. Leaving okay, the job. fair. Connect with her on LinkedIn and keep it moving. Literally. In terms of Instagram, that's a whole, oh, we're close. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think having expressed as well that you'd like him not to make any more female friends, considering how many he already has, and considering the fact that he had agreed, I think it's important to highlight this is the highway <laughs> to female friendship yeah. and more friendship with females. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would say. I would say continue to bring it up with him. Um, I think also like hold him accountable around that whole comment on going to therapy. I think that was highly, highly key problematic um and i think also inspect whether in terms of like his his relationships with his female friends this is actually a really big like value thing and it's something that later on in the relationship may cause problems if you don't deal with it now or at least have a very kind of like clear-cut understanding of how much you can take in terms of that relationship again i don't personally think you're insecure i think it's boundaries and respect and i think that especially you being 22 and um you being slightly younger i would definitely say sis don't be feeling like just because you're younger you're naive or like you don't have the upper hand you are you know half of this relationship you are a big party in his life and i think that you deserve to be treated as such so that's what i would say but i agree i agree with everything you said i also think it's important to have a conversation with him about how you're both gonna go about making new friends of the opposite sex now that you are in a relationship like okay cool obviously you could have your female friends that were here before I came, but now let's have a conversation about how you engage with women going forward Mm -hmm. because there does need to be a boundary here. And I think whenever you're in a relationship with somebody who claims that they love you, there should also be freedom to express how you are feeling in the most respectful way, but in the most honest and transparent way as well. And I think that that's what you were trying to do here. I think as long as it wasn't, you know, accusatory and you know you're trying to do xyz and it was more so you know babe whilst like you probably did have the best of intentions and you want to network and stuff I do think it's necessary for us to have a conversation about how we build relationships with the opposite sex that we are both comfortable with Mm. um whether that is you know let's build those relationships together um we've done a whole episode before talking about can men and women be just friends? And I think we did discuss like when you become friends with somebody who has a partner, mm. um, kind of having that respect of being like, okay, let's, it's an us now, you know, we come as a package. Mm-hmm. And I think when you are in the early stages of a relationship, people are hesitant to to do things like that because it feels quite permanent. Um, and some people can say it's quite like, it's just a bit overbearing, but I do think if it causes one of you to have an insecurity flare up, which it can be very valid. Like I think insecurity is one of these words and we can see from this dilemma that people weaponize so much, but we all have it. We all have something that makes us feel a little bit unsafe or a little bit threatened, or if it causes, you know, past trauma or past pain or, you know, unwanted possibilities to come to our mind and so I think it's important to have a safe space where you can express that so having that conversation with him about you know what babes I don't know if the whole Instagram route is something I I like with the whole networking thing um and be specific like be specific about this situation and yeah I I would just say clear honest communication and if he doesn't want to have that then that's a clear sign to me of his maturity level and whether you know you're 22 and he's 29 whatever age is just a number when it comes to maturity somebody can be pushing 30 and still be acting like a child you know so I think it's important to have that conversation um with him and it could be that everything else is completely rosy and this is the only place where you guys need to figure it out so in that case I would definitely say make having this conversation a priority Mm -hmm. but if you are having feelings of is this guy treating me like sorry to say but like a dickhead because I'm 22 and he's 29 that will be something that shows up in other areas of your relationship as well so I would definitely say pay attention to that and also pay attention to 
I guess how he treats you around other people as well how many people in his life are also like similar ages to you how many of his exes have been a similar age to you is this something that is he trying to take advantage of you in some way or is he treating you as though like you said like you're naive or you can't make your own decisions or he's trying to kind of control the way that you think just because there's an age gap doesn't mean that these things necessarily have to happen. Um, however, just be mindful of that because it is easy for things like this to creep in, not just because there is seven years between you, but because of the stages of life, which you are. at. So that's what I would say, but have that conversation, sis. And we are wishing you all the best. Hopefully things work out and you just end up with the love of your life, whether Come it's this now. man or it teaches you to move on to someone else. Um, but yeah, hope that you enjoyed that answer into the main conversation. conversation 2022 Man. is over basically we have one more week which means you have one more week to achieve one of the goals on your your vision board if possible um <laughs> but you never know have hope I for miraculous things a like million that million dollars in the next week i mean they still sell lottery tickets between christmas uh, and you know the what New you're completely right absolutely 100 cut us in some hello cheeky four percent if any of you it. guys are buying lottery tickets in the next week and you happen to win we have a paypal at to my sister we have a bank account it's if you just to my sister us, just send us facts absolutely we'll be there to receive our blessing however even though <laughs> there is still a window for something to happen let's mm. just be honest the year has pretty much come to a close <laughs> so <laughs> we wanted to come and talk about the lessons that we have learned from this year this was something we did towards the end of season two i think mm. uh where we just talked about you know the our greatest lessons um having done season two of tms but i was thinking let's just do it more broadly and talk about 2022 yeah. and what this year has taught us it's been quite a milestone year for us in terms of writing our first book moving in together yeah it's been it's been been lovely it's been been big it's been lovely milestones in our careers respectively so yeah renee what has been one of your greatest lessons put me on the spot here or something that you are most grateful for Mm. especially with christmas being a time i think we should be grateful Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 damn but yeah no you're definitely right in that 2022 has been a hallmark year for us and i think one of the things that i'm most grateful for I think relationships, I think especially over the course of 2022, I've really been grateful for the people that I have in my life. And I know that oftentimes, especially in today's society, there's very much sentiments around like, I want to be by myself or like, I want to get this on my own. But I can really say that the community that I have around me, both in terms of outer circle, acquaintances, people that I know, networks but then inner circle in terms of like friends family loved ones I feel like I've really been poured into this year and I'm so so grateful for that because there's so many things that I wouldn't have been able to achieve or do or feel about myself without having other people around me so 2022 was very much a year that I was very intentional with people and one of the words that I actually had on my vision board was compounding Mm. and not necessarily just like building new relationships but compounding the experiences of the ones that I currently have And it's literally been through relationships that I've achieved some of my biggest wins. Like when I think of the stuff that we've done with TMS this year, it's because of my relationship with you that I've Mm. been able to do like 110% of the things that we've done with TMS, like literally writing a book or um, doing the live show and traveling together. And even just in terms of travel, like before 2022, I wouldn't say that I had travel fever or was a huge traveler, but even just thinking about 2023 and how much 2022 has impacted my thinking and desire to travel in 2023 oh my gosh if you guys haven't already subscribed to courtney's youtube channel i think it's disgusting and oh. i just want to call you out because we're all about <laughs> accountability here wasn't expecting for it there yo i'm all about giving the girls travel there fever you go. i really want to inspire us young women to travel the world man. and it's really important and it's literally from seeing you travel so much that yeah. i've been like damn oh, what the man. heck am i doing in this united Stop. kingdom i need to be outside and just being able to travel with you but yeah. also seeing you like pursue travel as something that you actually really care about and enjoy doing and seeing how happy it's made you and how much it's impacted you just that relationship has also made me think oh my gosh this is cool this is something that i can do yeah for sure um and then equally some of the other relationships that i have like my relationships with my siblings for example has just exponentially improved like just being able to 
like talk to and engage with my siblings on a one-to-one basis because yeah. like I have a relatively large family but actually having each person as an individual relationship has been really nice um and then thinking again about like networking and I won't lie to you I used to think networking was just so dusty like Bruh, I hated I'm it right I thought, it was, oh, I thought it was so fake <laughs> I was like oh fake Ugh, boss babe leave it out disgusting um but now it's kind of like as I've grown older I've realized that it doesn't have to be that weird mm. like clicky fake thing nowadays it's just like oh i find you really cool or like you're doing some interesting work that's actually impactful in the world i would love to like work with you because i think sometimes when we approach networking we think of it as something like a i'm trying to get something from you yeah, you're trying to get something very from me transactional. Trying to, exactly very transactional and very much about like me 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 but especially over the course of like the last six months or so networking has literally facilitated some of my biggest opportunities Mm. in like my career to the point where it's like there's people I know that will like forward me opportunities and it's something that I love doing personally where it's like I see an opportunity and I'm like this would you know benefit maybe like six or seven other people that I know so making the conscious effort to not just like network with people but also be of value in Mm. people's networks um has really been beautiful and then even again thinking about tangential relationships that become close like I think of um our senior editor, Mire. Mire is forever getting shout outs on the podcast. She's probably going to listen to this again and be like, oh, guys, <laughs> again. But someone like Mire and thinking about the rest of our team at Pan Mac, um, Shan, Lauren, Najaz, mm. all of you guys have literally just been such beacons of light in yeah. our journey so far. And the fact that they've been so helpful and just so useful, not just as like a team, but actually as people thinking about like work colleagues and stuff, not me getting all moist on yeah. this um, this episode. <laughs> but shout out but, to y'all. You know, shout out to the people yeah. that make you you and yeah. have made me me. Like when yeah. we hear the the phrase, you know, it takes a village to yeah. raise a person. That village continues to be a village long after you've, you know, passed adolescence right. and you're really an adult. And it's in nurturing these communities around me that I've really realized, huh, I like people right. and I like my people and I like having people and I love contributing to people's lives as well. Mm. So if there's one thing that 2020 has really like taught me, it's the value of people I and the importance that. of being valuable in people's lives. Right. Oh, that's so yeah. beautiful. And I can't wait to oh, see man. where 2023 takes you in terms of the world, but also your career development as well. You're very good at networking. Oh, so I'm, yeah. still, I'm trying. You know <laughs> no, I'm you are very good I'm at trying. it. Um, I think for me, one of the the greatest lessons I, I guess linking it to the travel one has just been I'm so grateful that I have gotten to see new parts of the world this year like I I didn't come into three? 20 all oh, my top three places Cairo mm-hmm. Tanzania mm-hmm. Zanzibar specifically Zanzibar yeah Zanzibar just because we spent a bit more time there mm-hmm. Cairo was just mm. whoa, mm-hmm. beautiful like just beautiful chaotic yeah jeez um and oh i think new york you know yeah so that was my second time going to new york the first time i went with you Mm -hmm, and then the mm -hmm. second time this year i went with mandy the vloggers on my channel Mm -hmm. and there's something about new york that has my heart because i've even noticed everyone i meet from new york i love like i just i love i have some family in new york as well it just feels very like it's almost like London, but a more idyllic version for me. Mm. Obviously, as somebody who hasn't grown up there, yeah. um, I definitely think of a more romanticized New York, but I, I love New York so yeah. much. And so, yeah, those would be my top three. But the reason why I say travel, I came into this year not intending for this year to be a year of travel, um, but I had some savings. I had obviously taken this gap year and I was like, okay, when we went to Dubai and I was like swimming in the pool, I was like, oh, I like this and I have time to actually do this this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. So let me do it now. And I think growing up, I always wanted to travel. It was one of the things that I dreamt of as a child. Like I was just a strange child. I had dreams of like real estate, travel the world. Right own a million different businesses and just be rich and that was me that was my ambitions Mm. and so but you know when you have a childhood dream you don't really put a time scale on it right like you it's always a one day but like I think this was the year that I asked myself okay but when and I think when you start to think about the timelines of your life you're kind of like 
actually I am standing in the best time. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and if I don't move soon, mm-hmm. this window of opportunity might actually pass me by. And so I was just like, okay, I'm going to seize it. You know, it felt very, it felt very abrupt and my God, it was very expensive. Wow. But I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do it regardless. Um, and I did. And like on average, once a month this year, I've traveled to a different country and it's been so beautiful. Some of them have been solo and it's taught me a lot about myself. Some of them have been with like friends like you, Mandy. I, I traveled with my sister for the first time mm. this year without like anyone else. Yeah, And it taught me so much about myself in those scenarios, but also it helped me build intimacy with some of the closest people to me. And like, yeah, I've, I've just loved it. And I've just loved seeing new cultures. And like, every time I come back from holiday, I'm usually, okay, for the first day, I'm tired. First day, I'm tired. For the first week, I usually get sick for some reason. And then I'm like revitalized. And I'm like, I have so many new ideas. And when I'm there, I just feel so much more confident. And yeah, I I've loved it because it's truly been about me doing something for me. And I've yeah I've I've loved travel so much like I can't words cannot describe how much I want to encourage people to actually explore the world which was why when we went to Tanzania it was so life-changing not only because like this is strangers and these are people who are coming together purely based Mm -hmm. on their love of sisterhood their love of personal development and investing in their wellness in this way and wanting to meet each other but also these are all women who have come to a place they've never been to before and have come to just explore another part of the world and enjoy that culture. And I just thought it was so nice because I think black women, because of the way the world treats us sometimes, it's kind of like, how can we explore it? How do you explore a world that doesn't treat you well, Mm -hmm. you know? And how -hmm. can you actually step out of your comfort zone? Like we talk about things like eldest daughter syndrome and false responsibility and stuff like that. And also just safety like wanting yeah wanting to travel the world and thinking am I going to be safe but also there's just that feeling of just being scared that everyone has like no matter what sort of person you are what your social identity is everyone kind of has that timidness and all you may have been exposed to in your lifetime is your town or your city and your family and it's kind of like when you explore the world you see that the world is so much bigger than that and actually you can thrive in it too Mm -hmm. whether you're doing it in a group or whether you're doing it on your own and I'm I'm so glad I've seen those two sides of it so if you can I would highly recommend that you do travel somewhere like even if it's just a different state girl get on that plane and go in fact if you're thinking of traveling next year you ah. travel with us don't do the whole i'm traveling solo or any of those kind of things that you were thinking of doing <laughs> next year tms has a list of experiences the link will be below in the show notes <laughs> and in our youtube there description you go, box there you go. we are going on multiple trips over the course of 2023 <laughs> and 2024 so don't think about it <laughs> as much as I love solo travel if you are somebody who doesn't want to jump straight into the deep end um come on a TMS trip and there's gonna be more of those hopefully because that is actually you know what's so funny I remembered whilst we were away yeah in Tanzania that I once did this activity where you know when somebody asks you that question what would you do if like money wasn't an issue? What mm-hmm, would you do with mm-hmm. your life, right? And my answer was I would travel the world and listen to different women's stories. Wow. And that was my answer. And that was maybe five years ago. No TMS in view, like none of that. And I was like, whoa, this is basically well, that. Well, if you look at it, <laughs> if you want to be part of the big picture, <laughs> if you want to make Courtney's <laughs> dreams come true. <laughs> No, but also in terms of just like making new friends and thinking about like relationship building and stuff like that, if you do want to be or rather feel as part of a community, especially because I know that so many people really need community right now or really need like some kind of base or you know just people to check in with every now and again i definitely recommend that you come because shout out to the ladies that came with us to Tanzania. We are still going hard. We really are. The group chat is popping off and the girls are still like... achieving great things meeting up making friends with each other on a deeper level and it's just so beautiful to see that these kind of things can exist in 2022 and beyond so you should join us you really should it'll be lovely to have you and it's a great way to travel the world as well with other people who want to see more of the world exactly and so that you don't have to do it alone you can be safe there's safety in numbers child so yeah it'll be great to have you so yeah that would be my biggest i'm grateful for for travel what's another lesson you've learned i think for me it's actually related to the 
the travel point and the relationship point and it's the investment in myself mm. and how investment in myself hasn't really looked like the traditional self-care type stuff with the cute bubble baths right. and stuff although there has been that but it's been very much embracing the fact that I'm an adult and I right. need to take care of myself right. I remember like recently it's come to a whole I was telling Courtney in a panic I was like I have my dentist appointment I have like smear tests I have all of these things that yeah. I needed to do in one week and it made me realize like whoa I feel like an adult like making all these appointments for myself and stuff and just investing in different things that I didn't necessarily prioritize back in the day but thinking about my actual health and well-being so thinking about things like therapy um I remember I was telling Courtney as well like oh I'm doing like laser hair Mm -hmm. removal I feel like such a bad (laughs) thing that's right I'm gonna be like out here with like no hair on my body which is exciting um but things like that and I realized like wow me prioritizing myself and me taking care of my wellness well-being health and happiness Mm. is actually important like i know we say it but in terms of like doing it is an act it's it's actually something entirely different and also feeling comfortable enough to do that because i think for me i've always like tried to prioritize like you know i'm trying to save and build for the future and i'm trying to like take care and be a good person by investing in other people Mm. but really embodying the whole being able to flow to other people from a place of overflowing myself Mm. i feel like i've really learned in 2022 and also i've really liked it like Mm. i've liked taking care of myself it's nice it's nice to know that you know the um efforts that i've put in like health and fitness are actually paying off Mm. like my doctor is like oh you're doing pretty good sport you're healthy and i was like damn like it's good to hear from a professional that these things that like i do in practice are actually having some kind of impact and these investments that i'm having i'm taking in myself um are actually showing up but then also getting a second or third opinion from people that are professionals as to how can i make this better or how can i do better or like what are things that i can practically do to make sure that i'm taking care of myself in the physical mental emotional sense that is outside of say like obviously social media is a great resource but then actually seeing someone in person is different or outside of like friends and stuff it's really nice to have someone that's a professional and or specialist in this field Um, And I know that's like a privilege that not everybody has, whether it's time or money or whatever, depending on what it is. But actually setting aside some time, some resources for myself in 2022 has really helped me. And it's also boosted my confidence a lot. Mm. Like beginning of like 2022, I would say I was a confident person end of 2022 i'm I'm that girl yeah. like i yeah. have been working i'm that girl yeah. so really seeing the payoff of my investments in myself this year um has been a real privilege and i've really enjoyed it and i'm out here trying to convert everybody else i'm like make sure you book your smear tests mm. or make sure you go to you know the sexual health clinic and get checked out make sure you go to the dentist mm. make sure you do these things that are not necessarily just about you looking good but also about you yeah, feeling good real. and making the investments in yourself over the long term um and get that second opinion if you can you don't necessarily have to wait until you're ill or sick or something's broken before you go and get yourself checked out and i think that sometimes that's something that we often do one of my like mother's favorite sayings is prevention is often better than cure and i think sometimes especially when it comes to like self-care and Mm -hmm. self-investment we wait for something to break before we address it but oftentimes it's actually much more expensive and much more cumbersome to deal with something that's broken Mm -hmm. than to actually prevent the break in the first place so definitely if you can do try and do all these things you don't have to do it over the span of a week like i did i did do it throughout the year but it was literally like one or two weeks where i was like no i'm gonna take care of everything and i was like dang i need to spread this out Mm -hmm. first of all But second of all, this feels really good. And I think even in terms of addressing things um, and trying to be, I guess, the generational curse breaker and stuff like that, beyond the affirmations and stuff like that, for me, it was very important in terms of me taking agency as an adult to do these things by myself, taking full ownership and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's also translated a lot into the confidence I have in other areas in terms of taking full ownership and agency. And I think that can be quite scary because when you take ownership of a situation, it means that when things fail or if there's an issue, you also have to take ownership of that failure. But there's just so much power and freedom in knowing that you have the power to change something about yourself Mm. or you have the power, the resources, or you can work towards um, amassing the resources that you need 
to take care of yourself. So yeah, one of the biggest lessons that I learned was it's actually really important to invest in myself mm. properly and to also invest in the areas of my life that I kind of sometimes take for granted. Um, and to actually be an advocate for me, like I am my biggest investment, not just in terms of like, um, what do you call it? Restoration after I've broken, but actually before breaking in terms of maintenance and making sure that I'm actually okay, well, healthy and happy. Yeah. I am worth that yeah, investment. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So that's, that's what good. I would say. That's good. That's good. What about you, Miss Courtney? What's number two on the list? Number two on my list is, I think for me, the biggest lesson I've learned about myself is that I am more capable than I think. Mm. Um, and like actually allowing myself to be challenged a bit more. Mm. Like this year has been pretty challenging, but it's still been a bit more laid back. And I think if anything, like building my first company, that's when I learned like, okay, girl, you are tough. Like yeah. you can handle a whole bunch. And then that leading to burnout, I was kind of like, maybe I can't handle a whole <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not that strong. Mm. But I think I'm realizing now that like, I am strong. I just can't keep pushing myself to a breaking point because then I will be suffering. And that's different. Like strength isn't necessarily suffering, mm. but I can definitely like rise up to a challenge. And I think allowing myself to like challenge myself for a good cause and, you know, whether that's making sure that I'm consistent, making sure that I'm actually setting myself challenges or tasks that stretch me and just showing up for them I, I'm actually capable of doing that I'm capable I'm com competent and I think I haven't always been the most confident in that area like we we're at dinner with our friends the other day mm. and like get yourself good friends man because everyone's really cheering me on about like just life and my capabilities and where they see me going and what they think I can do and it definitely made me realize that like I'm maybe not as confident as I could be even though I am quite a confident person I guess mm. from like what most people would consider confidence to be but for me there's still a bit of like timidity there I guess so kind of getting to this point where I'm like you know what a big lesson I've learned this year is I could I could be challenged and I can rise up to the challenge a lot more and like I shouldn't be scared that like I'll let myself down but I think this year whether consciously or subconsciously I've actually proved to myself that I can bet on myself mm. to not only put myself first but even to to be sacrificial and to be um to be future-minded enough to be like you know what course you are building for your future you are able to deal with adversity you are you know yes you are treating yourself you are following your dreams but also you know how to sacrifice you know how to to do things for other people and I, I will say that's one of the things that I'm trying to prioritize more in 2023 which is actually serving people but I think that that has come off the back of I have put myself first and I know what that looks like and I'm now not serving people from the standpoint of this is where I get my affirmation this is where I get my validity yeah. or my validation like I I need people to love me so I give and I serve them just so that they can see me as valuable whereas I'm I feel like now I can approach it from the standpoint of I'm full like I feel happy with my life and I want to fill other people with that overflow I want to give people what I have and what I've been able to to accomplish by investing in myself my spiritual mental emotional physical health and I, I that feels good to me that mm. feels really good to me but I wouldn't say that I've always felt like that like so that's been a massive growth point for me this year um yeah that I'm I'm actually a very capable person and I like oh, that for I me. love you saying that yeah I like that you I like are. that I am I am but we'll see what next year has in store we shall oh boy next year is looking <laughs> like Ooh, I yeah, I'm too sick to even think about yeah. it. Too tough. Twenty twenty three, be it remind again. It reminds me of them games where it's like you've just knocked down an opponent, another opponent comes and they're like, yeah, I'm bigger than this guy. Yeah, but you know what? I don't see. Maybe people will be like, oh, don't don't speak that too soon. But genuinely, I don't see twenty twenty three being something that will be too big for us to handle. I think we're just going to rise to the Hallelujah occasion. Hallelujah and amen. Like, I think it's going to be one of our most challenging years yet, but I think it will be our most fruitful mm. and our most like 
just dazzling. Like I can't Ooh, wait for dazzling. us to just shine. That might be the year for TMS and the word, sorry, for sorry. the year for TMS. Dazzling. dazzling. Yeah, I I want to see that for us. Like my genuine prayer for all of us as women is that like the investment, like, it's based on the point that you said, mm. but like we actually start to see the investment payoff mm-hmm. in terms of, every week you sit and you listen to this podcast and we love you but we want to see that payoff like this isn't just about downloads and views and stuff like that and you thinking we're we're entertaining or anything even though we love that but we actually want this to be worth your time yeah and worth yeah. your effort like I feel so sad sometimes when I think of all the people that may listen to like a podcast like Diary of a CEO or something. It's like, but you still don't feel confident enough to start your own company Mm. or you still haven't put that foot forward. And now you're just listening to the tales of victory of everybody else, you know, or everybody else's tale of victory. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I want you to have your own. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. I don't want you to just sit here and think Courtney and Renee are so amazing and their lives are so amazing no that is not the point if we wanted that we'll be writing on linkedin like that's not what we want no offense you know <laughs> no but i mean in the sense that I this isn't our no 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 no, 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 no no but do you get what i mean on that note you should follow us on linkedin, on LinkedIn for sh- for real for sh- for real if you want to see like our milestones and our progression and our growth because i feel like that's what linkedin is about you help other people by also showing them what right, you right, have right, learned right. and your progression and your growth and i think the podcast is a version of that but i think because of how much time people put into like following their favorite podcast or following their favorite content creator. It's like, we want you to have something in your own life to show for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, that's yours. And that has, that just proves that everything we've said has actually paid off mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. The funny thing is like my, I guess third lesson yeah. is the importance of being audacious. Right. And I think right. that may be something that I'm like really thinking about as I move into 2023 and that whole notion of understanding if you have worked for yourself yeah. and you've worked on yourself, yeah. then the things that you want can be yours. 100%. Cause I think even when we think of like, Oh, manifestation, manifestation. And again, um, shout out to um, upset the gram, um, in the basement with Mr. Tim one of my favorite podcasts courtesy Mm -hmm. of miss courtney Mm. but there was a clip that he recently shared as part of like his wider podcast where he was talking about the importance of faith with works yeah and i think sometimes it's either or right when we're having these conversations around like manifestation it's like if i affirm myself of it i can have it which is true in a sense but you also need to work for it or there are folks that are working like really working their backsides off but still don't feel worthy enough for the things that they have faith in and it's really important to remember that again it's faith with works the faith element is all about your mindset and all about allowing you to feel motivated because there's something that you have in your sight but it's not enough to just see the thing you have to drive towards the thing in Mm. order to get it and for me 2022 really was the beginning of that I see it if I work towards it I'm gonna get it yeah I'm believing that I can get it and that I'm deserving and worthy of getting it because sometimes it can be really easy to want something but actually not quite believe that this is something that you deserve and it's only been through pushing myself and pushing through that kind of mental blockage of okay I want this thing but there's a limit to how much of this that I can have it's only through addressing okay why do I feel like there's a limit to my ambition or why do I think there's particular parameters that I set myself that I realized if I've been working on myself if I consider myself a consistent person a disciplined person an intelligent person all of these things that I affirm myself or um, we as women affirm ourselves then what is it stopping us from getting these things Mm. beyond the fact that you know there's going to be setbacks or um, you know we're thinking realistically there's going to be some things that show up that prevent us or um, they're kind of like a roadblock it doesn't have to be there for the infinite infinite amount of time it's actually there temporarily after that there's still the opportunity to go and get it. And there's been so many opportunities or achievements in my year in particular that I'm like, if I didn't think audaciously enough, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. And it's like the audaciousness is the predecessor to getting what it is that you have faith for. Mm. Because your what you get and what you can achieve. Oh, this is sounding so motivational. I know, I know. <laughs> and I know some of you guys are eating your mince pies or your chicken or whatnot thinking, oh, girl, man, I'm just toiling here trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy my food. But 
thinking about 2023 and then thinking about this lesson learned in 2022 you need to be audacious from the beginning mm. that's one thing that i've really learned and one thing i'm actually looking forward to in 2023 is the opportunity to take risks the opportunity to be audacious because i think that especially as women because of the structures and the systems and the communities we operate in and again, the lack of safety, it can be hard to take risks because it feels like if you take that risk and you fall, that's it for you. And you're actually more likely to, like the consequences are going to be a little bit bigger. Yeah. But I've also found that no risk, no reward. And it's in taking some of my biggest yeah. risks that I've actually gotten my biggest rewards. Yeah. Not even in terms of just like achievements, but also in terms of my actual personal growth and my character growth. It's been in doing things that make me very, very uncomfortable it's been in like I think LinkedIn was probably one of the biggest examples for mm. me I'm not necessarily somebody that likes to always shout about like my achievements or the things that I do but I've actually gotten into the habit of this isn't necessarily just a win for me but this is a win for the people that I actually want to inspire yeah. and if this is an opportunity for me to galvanize more resources for the things and the people I care about, yeah. then I'm going to take that opportunity. Now there's actually absolutely no, you don't get an award for being the quietest. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes there's that, oh, I'm just going to move in silence. Right. There was like a meme that killed me. That was like clown face of, I'm going to move in silence mm. because I'm going to move in silence because everybody is loud and I'm going to move in silence because mm. I'm better than you. And it's like, whilst there is something to be said about pride and sharing your achievements pridefully, there's something to be said around actually celebrating your achievements mm. and celebrating it with humility because it's actually in celebrating some of the things that you do and celebrating passing through the door that you've opened that other doors will open for right. you. So yeah, I'll definitely say 2022 was the year for me so we're audacious but 2023 is that year where it's like you guys might have to block me like it's, it's <laughs> like oh she's annoying but like they're doing really really good work or mm. they're doing things that are actually important in um the wider community and it's oftentimes sometimes your silence is worse than you being loud right like when you're silent it gives so much more room for other things that may be a bit more distasteful or unhelpful or not necessarily positive you're essentially forfeiting your space to exist to somebody else who may not be having the same intentions as you or may not be trying to do the same thing as you and may actually be actively harmful. And it makes me think of something like TMS, right? There's an audaciousness in us sitting here and having these conversations and sharing our innermost thoughts and our failings, our successes, because we know that there's value in actually sharing these with other people. We know mm. there's value in building that community. So it's really understanding like, on the other side of that audaciousness is the faith. And on the other side, I guess on the flip side is that work. And when you marry the faith, the audaciousness and the work, there's something really beautiful on the other side That's of that. That's lovely. It's very true. It yeah. is very true. That's nice. Um, I think my last thing is that my dreams are actually possible. And I, I, I think it links in very well to what you were just saying. But I was saying this recently in a video that like, I think the reason why I was calling my gap year a gap year was because, and this was something we were talking about in Jamaica, mm. like the reason why I'm calling my gap year a gap year is because I don't think that me living my dream life is something that's sustainable or possible right. to be my full-time life, if that makes sense. And I think it's easy to see other people live out their dreams and you think that's only something that they can do because of you know their social standing or it's just a unicorn luck luck kind of situation and it's like actually if I tried and you could call it idealistic you can call it naive or whatever but I do think there's an element of delusion to those who have lived the best life um and you know also privilege and I think that where I'm at right now is kind of like do you want to try or not kind yeah. of thing yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think I'm starting to realize that like okay I can actually at least try and I think that that's one thing like your your dreams are actually worth you trying and I think we shut so many things down at such an early stage and it's like nah you could try like you've done crazier things or like if you look at your life so far and all the things you have, it was just because you tried or the things you don't have, a lot of it may be because you didn't try mm. and you did, or you didn't keep trying. And I think I'm trying to get to that point where I'm like, don't psych yourself out, just go for it. And especially like now that I'm young, I just want to try. And then if it don't work out, I can always follow my plan B and it will never be too late. Um, 
so I'm just trying to remind myself like no this is actually possible like you could actually make this a reality and as much as I want to be practical and stuff like that I think there's always going to be that element of faith that says you know what sometimes you've got to set logic to the side and you just got to say YOLO I'm just going to try and hopefully something lands and yeah it's going to be a wild story like no matter what (laughs) it's going to make a fun story (laughs) that's where I'm at um but sisters we actually would love to hear what your greatest lessons of 2022 have been whether Mm. good bad ugly we just want to hear your wisdom um we hope truly truly that you are having a great holiday period and that you have had a beautiful christmas but even if you haven't we hope that you have enjoyed spending some time with us and even if you're listening to this after christmas day that you are having a restful week like Mm. that that liminal space between new year's and christmas we hope that you're eating your leftovers mm, good, and man. you're just chilling you're watching you're catching up on tv you're catching up with friends and family we just hope that you are having a great great time in the build-up to the new year and we send you all the love we pray for you that you are feeling love grace forgiveness during this time um and that 2023 is truly about to be your dazzling year it will be for sure well <sighs> Merry Christmas folks Merry uh, Christmas sisters and don't forget if you do have any travel thoughts or ideas for the next year please bin them you will be coming oh my overseas <laughs> I'm joking kind of not really <laughs> um but of course next year's about to be a big year for us mm-hmm. over at TMS you know you're gonna see some real new and shiny dazzling things from us actually wow this is really the end of season three we've been out here um sisters it's been a privilege so please 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 stay plugged in join our mailing list the link will be below again in the description box and in the show notes so please please make sure that you are signed up so that you don't miss out on the weekly tips and that you are ready for the year ahead because it's going to be a big year for real make sure you purchase that book as well because that is coming out on the 9th of March (laughs) pre-order it the link is in the description and in the show notes but if you would like to plug into the sisterhood to make 2023 your year of not just shining but also sisterhood then you need to follow us everywhere at to my sisterhood or you can search for to my sisters on youtube or on linkedin just plug in all right you can also follow our individual glowing and growing journeys the lovely lady in the christmas jumper to my right is at renee kapuku literally everywhere and you can follow me at cd boating literally everywhere we absolutely love to see it sisters we love you thank you so much for rocking with us this year have a very merry merry christmas and we will see you bright and early class in session in 2023 until then keep glowing and growing hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.